This teaching is brought to you by Christian Family Church International. Praise God. Good morning, everybody. It's great to be back at Christian Family Church, Johannesburg. Are you ready for God's word this morning? Come on, let's pray. Father, we thank you today. We thank you for your word. We thank you for your favor. We thank you that we are surrounded with your favor. And Lord, today I I thank you that your word will go forth out into every person's heart. And it will cause our faith to rise up big to a new level, Lord. We give you all the praise for everything that will be said and everything that will be done in Jesus' name. If you agree with that, shout amen. Amen. Praise God. You You can be seated. This morning... I want to speak about favor in the trouble, or favor in the storm, or favor in the fire. The Bible tells us in Psalm 5, in verse 12, it says, Lord, you will bless the righteous, and with favor you will surround him as is like a shield. So I'm surrounded by the favor of God. It's like a shield about me. It protects me. I love the Passion Translation. It says it like this. It says, your favor wraps around each one. Say, I am wrapped in the favor of God. And when the Bible says that the righteous are surrounded with the favor of God, how many of you know who that's talking about? How many of you know who the righteous are? How many of you know that's you and I? If you have received Jesus As your Lord and Savior, if you've surrendered your life to Him, the Bible says that Jesus was made sin for us so that we could become the righteousness of God in Him. So when the Bible says the righteous are surrounded with favor, that's talking about you. If you're a believer, you are surrounded with God's favor. But the thing is, is that very often when we think about favor, we think about only good things happening. You know, I got a promotion, praise God, favor. I met this special connection, this special person. It was favor. But often we don't realize that we have favor even in the trouble, even in the storm. Favor doesn't, because you're surrounded by favor, it doesn't mean you're never going to have any storms. Even Jesus faced a storm. It doesn't mean you're never going to have any any trouble or adversity. What it means is favor is what will bring you out of the trouble. Favor is what will turn that circumstance to your advantage. Favor is what pushes back the enemy. Favor is what protected you in that accident. Amen. In Psalm 41, in verse 11, it says, By this I know you favor me, because my enemy does not triumph over me. Another translation says, because my enemy cannot triumph over me. You see, you got to know that no matter what you face, you are surrounded with the favor of God. And because of God's favor, the enemy cannot triumph over you. God's favor makes you undefeatable. Say, I am undefeatable because of God's favor that surrounds me. Psalm 89, verse 20. Speaking about David, I have found my servant David. I've anointed him with my holy oil. I will steady him with my hand, with my powerful arm. I will make him strong. 
His enemies will not defeat him. And I love the message translation. It says, no enemy will get the best of him. You see, because of God's favor, the enemy cannot defeat you. The enemy cannot get the best of you. Favor can turn any situation around. Favor is what causes things that come against you, what the enemy meant for your harm. The favor of God turns it around to your good, to your advantage. You've got to know that today, that the favor of God makes you undefeatable. Favor doesn't come and go. It's with you in the good times, and it's with you in the bad times. God's favor never leaves you. When we look back on the children of Israel, when God delivered them from Egypt, and we look back on it now, and we say, man, they had amazing favor. When the Red Sea parts for you, how many of you agree that's favor? But you've got to imagine that you were back You were actually there. Imagine you were actually there. And Pharaoh's army, Pharaoh's let them, Pharaoh let them go, then he changed his mind. He came chasing after them with his army, and there they were at the Red Sea. And you know the story. Moses stretched out his rod, the waters parted. And you've got to imagine what it was like crossing through with those walls of water on either side of you. I don't think they just casually strolled through, you know. Just like a walk in the park. I don't think, I think that they were nervous. I think they were holding their kids tight. I think it was loud. People were panicking. They didn't know at any moment when those walls of water were going to come down. When they got to the other side, then they rejoiced. Then they knew they had favor. But the truth is, they had favor the entire time. Amen. Scripture says in Exodus chapter 14, Moses said to the people, do not be afraid. Stand still and see the salvation of the Lord, which he will accomplish for you today. For the Egyptians whom you see today, you will see again no more. You will see again no more forever. For the Lord will fight for you and you shall hold your peace. You see, the key to having God fight your battles is you've got to stay in peace. You've got to stay in rest. One of the greatest keys of faith is being in rest. If you're all anxious and you're all worried and, you know, and you're, you're all up, that really limits what God can do in your life. Rest demonstrates that you trust in God. You can go to sleep at night. You're not worried. You know the Lord is fighting your battles. And you see, if the children of Israel never went through that Red Sea. They would have had to live with the constant threat that at any time Pharaoh could show up and recapture them. But you see, their enemies were drowned in the ocean. That's why God says, the enemy you see today, you're going to see him again no more forever. And sometimes when we go through uh, the, the, the Red Sea, sometimes when we go through the fire, we wonder, why, Lord, if i got favor, why am I, why am I in the fire? How many of you know when the three Hebrew children, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, were, in, were thrown into a burning, fiery furnace? Favor protected them in the furnace. 
You see, because you have God's favor surrounding you doesn't mean that you won't ever go through the furnace. It just means that you'll be fireproof. Because they weren't harmed, their hair wasn't singed, their clothes weren't burned, they didn't even smell like smoke. And when they came out of that furnace, we know the fourth man showed up, Jesus showed up, protected them. And King Nebuchadnezzar said, who's that fourth man in the burning fiery furnace? Didn't we throw three men in and they were bound? Now I see four men and they're loosed and they're walking around and they're not harmed. Do you know the only thing that was burned off of them were the ropes that were binding them? And when you go through the fire and you go through the storm and you go through the Red Sea, the only thing that's going to that's gonna be burned off for you is that which was holding you back. If you'll believe God for favor in the storm, in the fire, shout amen if you believe that. There is a force working for you in the middle of the storm that is greater than any force that is trying to stop you. Instead of being discouraged, instead of being worried, declare God's favor over your life. That's what Job did. In Job chapter 10, in verse 12, Job said, You have granted me life and favor. It's interesting that Job said that in Job chapter 10 when he was in the middle of the worst crisis of his life. It wasn't until 32 chapters later that the Lord restored his fortunes, that he came out with double what he had before. Do you know if he hadn't had the trial, if he hadn't had the test, if he hadn't had the adversity, he would have never received the double. You've got to declare no matter what you're facing, thank you, Lord, that I have favor in the storm. Thank you, Lord, that your favor is taking what the enemy meant for my destruction and he's turning it for my good, for my benefit. Amen? Philippians chapter 1, verse 28 says this, don't be intimidated in any way by your enemies. God doesn't want us to be intimidated by the enemy. Another translation, in the, the Passion Translation, it says, never be shaken or intimidated by the opposition that rises up against you. Let me tell you, anytime you step out and you're going to do something for God, you better get ready. You're going to have some oppo opposition. But the Bible says, don't be intimidated. Don't be shaken by the opposition that rises up against you because you know that if God is for you, what can stand against you? Who can stand against you? Greater is he who is in me than he that is coming against me. You have favor in the fire. I love Psalm 66, verse 12. The message translation says this. We pass through the fire. Maybe you say, Pastor Steve, I think I'm in the fire right now. I can relate. We pass through the flood. Yet in the end, you always bring us out better than what we were before, saturated by your goodness. Say, thank you, Lord. No matter what I face, you always bring me out better than before, because your favor surrounds me like a shield. Amen. You know, God is working in ways that you cannot see. It's a big thing about faith. You can't see with these eyes what God is doing behind the scenes. It may look like that opposition. You know, all you see is opposition. But the truth is, it's the hand of God setting you up for promotion. Just ask Joseph. Joseph was given a, a coat of favor by his father. 
As a result of that, his brothers became jealous and they threw him in a pit. They were going to kill him. And then they decided to sell him into slavery. He landed up in Egypt working for a man named Potiphar. Potiphar's, he had favor with Potiphar. Potiphar promoted him, but then his wife tried to seduce Joseph, then lied about him, and he landed up in jail. Do you really think Joseph is sitting in jail thinking, man, I have such favor. Thank you, Lord, for your favor. I'm in the jail here. No, we look back on it, and we know that everything that happened to Joseph was a setup so that God's destiny for his life could be fulfilled. Because if his brothers never sold him into slavery, he would have never landed up in Potiphar's house. And Potiphar's wife hadn't lied about him. He would have never landed up in jail. And if he didn't land up in jail, he would have never interpreted the butler and the baker's dream. And if he hadn't interpreted their dream, he wouldn't have interpreted Pharaoh's dream. And he wouldn't have been promoted prime minister. And he wouldn't have rescued his family. Family, it was a setup by God to get him to his destiny. You've got to believe no matter what you face, I'm coming out of this better than before. God's turning this for my benefit. God's turning this for my advantage. Shout amen. When you face trouble, storms, doesn't mean that you've stepped out of God's favor. I see things very differently now because I've been through some storms, some fires, some, some, some trouble, some adversity. But I now have this unshakable faith no matter what comes against me. Devil, you may come against me from one direction, but I want you to know you're going to flee in seven different directions because I'm undefeatable. I'm surrounded by the favor of God. And so are you. You may not like the things coming against you. Nobody likes adversity. Nobody likes being thrown in a fire. You may not understand it. It may not seem fair, but without it, you could not reach the fullness of your destiny. You may be in the fire right now. I've got good news. You're fireproof. You're going to come out better than before. You've got to keep the right perspective. 1 Peter 1 verse 13 says this. Set your hope holy and unchangeably. On the divine favor that is coming to you. The Bible says put your hope in the favor of God. Put your trust in the favor of God. Believe that you have God's favor surrounding you. Amen. You don't have to live worried. You don't have to live anxious. You don't have to live panicked. Because you're between the walls of water. Because you're in the fire. Because you're in the storm. You know a secret. You have an advantage. You have a secret weapon. You are surrounded by the favor of God. It's like a shield about you. Just one touch of God's favor can turn any situation around for your good. I said just one touch of God's favor. It doesn't matter what your situation is. It can turn that situation for your good. Two years ago, our church in Florida, Jupiter, we lost our church building in a foreclosure. We purchased that building in 2009. And then the economy in America suffered the worst 
depression since the crash of Wall Street 1929. I mean, the American government had to bail out the banking industry $700 billion. Now, when the bank has to be bailed out, then you know you're in a depression. They've, they've, they've repaid it since then, but that affected so many people. It affected people in our church. It affected the giving. And so we, 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 when we bought the building, we were able to afford the mortgage of $27,000 a month, but then it became a little a struggle, and we got behind, and the bank really wouldn't work with us, and they filed foreclosure. They took a real hard line. So I hired a, 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 a Rottweiler for a lawyer, and she kept us in that building for four and a half years. We didn't pay any payments. For, we had free rent for four and a half years. The end of four and a half years, we exhausted all of our legal battles, and we had to, we had to uh, what's the word? Vacate. And I must be honest with you, my mind, I didn't see a way that we'd ever get another building. Not for a long time. Because what bank is going to loan money to someone who's foreclosed on a building? I didn't see a way out. But I kept declaring, Lord, I thank you. You have a way even when I don't see a way. I kept declaring, I thank you, Lord, that I'm surrounded by your favor. I said, thank you, Lord, that you are fighting our battles. Thank you, Lord, you're taking what the enemy meant for our harm and you're turning it to our good. I told our church over and over again. I remember the last Sunday we were in that building. I said, listen, God is fighting our battles. We are going to end up with a better building in a better location for half the, the cost. That came out of my mouth and I was like, I mean, that, that came out of my spirit, out of my mouth. I was like, I, 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 didn't, even, I didn't even know how that's going to happen. But I just said it. You know, you just got to meet one person. You just got to have favor with one person. Turn your whole situation around. Just one phone call turned everything around for me. We got a phone call by a man named Joe Siegel. He's uh, 74 years old, retired, he's Jewish. And he saw me on TV with an advert that I have with Joel Osteen. And I guess he saw the ad, he thought, man, this guy's, you know, he's a big deal, he's friends with Joel Osteen. <laughs> Don't believe everything you see on television. I know Joel Osteen, but I wouldn't say I'm good friends with him. But so he called up. I'd like to meet with uh, Pastor Steve. And they gave me the message. And I wasn't sure if it was you know, worthwhile, but I thought I'll meet him. We met at Starbucks. And he said, I have a building that I want to sell you. He had, a, he had a building on the main street of our city called Indian Town Road. It's the busiest street in our town. And he had been renting it. For the last 15 years to the Girl Scouts of America. And just suddenly, out of the blue, they decided, after 15 years, they're moving. And he said, I want to sell the building to you. And he said, you're not going to need a bank, because I own the building, no mortgage, and I'm going to finance it. He said, not only that, I don't want you to pay me the principal. I just want you to pay me the interest at 5%. Because this is my retirement, it's an investment. And so that meant that instead of paying 
Our previous mortgage was $27,000 a month. Our new mortgage would be $12,500, which is less than half of what it was before. And then he, and then he said to me, you're not going to need to put money down. I'm like, this guy. Because how many of you know you go get a loan, you've got to put 20, commercial loan, 30% down. Now, it's a $3 million building, so we would have to put a million dollars down. If we got a conventional loan. He said, you don't have to put money down. <laughs> then, that was the only thing that changed. Because he went and spoke to his children, who are both lawyers. And they said, Dad, they, they advised him. They thought he was crazy. Here's the, you talk about favor. Favor. Every person in his family advised him against the deal. All his friends advised him against the deal. But he said, Steve, I said, why did you help me, Joe? He said, Something inside of me, I want to help you fulfill your destiny. A Jewish man told me, I want to help you fulfill your destiny. That's favor. So he came back to me and he said, look, my children are insisting that I get 12 months up front, the mortgage payment. And so we negotiated. I said, how about six months? He said, you've got a deal. We put six months up front, $75,000. And, um, and then we had to have the closing costs, and it came to about 120000 We didn't have any, we didn't have 120000 at the time. But let me tell you right now, we have seen the favor of God every week has been one miracle after another miracle after another miracle. We got the general contractor who agreed to do it for no profit. We got electricians that did it for minimum price. We got plumbers. We got people in our church. That it should have cost us half a million dollars to renovate because we totally gutted the building. Should have cost half a million. We're going to do it for 150000 a third of what it was. Let me tell you, favor ain't fair. The, the bottom line is we're getting ready next month. We'll be moving in. We've landed up with a better building in a better location right on the main street for half the payment we were paying before. That's favor. Amen. Let me tell you three ways to increase the favor of God in your life. The Bible says in Luke 2 verse 52 that Jesus increased in wisdom and stature, in favor with God and men. Do you know you can increase in favor with God? Do you know you can increase in favor with men? Three things to do. Number one, you've got to believe beyond the shadow of a doubt that you are favored by God. You've got to believe that you are surrounded. I'm not talking about being arrogant. I'm not, I'm talking about, I'm not, I'm not confident in who I am. I'm confident in whose I am. I'm confident in the favor of God that surrounds me. It's by His grace. But you've got to know, I am favored by God. I always feel like I'm God's favorite child. God, you are so, the Lord, you're so good to me, I feel like I'm your favorite child. I live this way. When I was getting ready to fly over here, I wanted to fly in business class, but I didn't want to pay for business class. I wanted to pay for coach, but I wanted to fly business. So I bought a coach ticket on Emirates for $1,400. That's a pretty good price from the U.S. here for $1,400. And then I said, well, I have a lot of miles. I'm going to use my miles, and I'm going to upgrade. But they told me there's no... Upgrades available. They put me on the list. We'll put you on the list. We'll let you know. 
I started declaring. Thank you, Lord, for your favor. Thank you for moving my name to the top of that list. Thank you, Lord, for favor. Pretty soon I get a phone call. Your flight from Orlando to, to Johannesburg has been upgraded. We're just waiting now from Johannesburg back to Fort Lauderdale. The day before I'm about to leave, I'm still thanking God for favor, for favor, for favor. Get a text. Your flight's been upgraded. So I flew here business, and I'm flying back business. Only one reason, the favor of God. We do this all the time. We do this all the time. My, my daughter, her, her, her third son, Jax, he's, uh, he's uh, five, five years old, and four years old. And they, they wanted to put him in a certain preschool, and they said the preschool was full. No more place. We said, don't worry. We, we said to my daughter, Robin, listen, let's believe God for favor. We started declaring favor. Lord, thank you for putting Jax's name at the top of the list. The day before, they said there's no place. The next day, they called back. They said, we found a spot for, for Jax. Believe you are surrounded by the favor of God. Expect good things to happen to you. Expect what the enemy meant for your harm to be turned to your advantage. Number two, believe, uh, declare favor. Speak favor over your life. Confess it every day. Lord, I want to thank you that I'm surrounded by your favor. I want to thank you, Lord, that your favor protects me. I want to thank you, Lord, that your favor opens doors that I could never open on my own. I want to thank you. Your favor is bringing promotion. Your favor is bringing breakthroughs. Your favor is taking me to new levels. Declare God's favor over your life. Don't sit and say, well, positive, I hope that, I wish that would work for me. You know, nothing ever goes my way. I never get any good breaks. I never get any upgrades. It's because you keep saying that. I ain't nobody special. Other than being a child of the Most High God, that makes me special. But you too. But you see, God responds to your faith, to your expectation. Very often, we don't expect anything to happen, and so it doesn't happen. Declare God's favor over your life every day. And number three, be obedient to the Lord. Follow Him. Be obedient to whatever He tells you, leads you to do. The Scripture says in Proverbs chapter 8, in verse number 32, Now then, my sons, listen to me. Blessed are those who keep my ways. Listen to my instruction. Be wise. Do not ignore it. Blessed is the man who listens to me watching daily at my doors, waiting at my doorway. For whoever finds me finds life and receives favor from the Lord. See, that's talking about when you seek after God and you seek after His wisdom and you follow His ways and you are, you're obedient to Him, you will walk in a supernatural favor. I didn't finish high school. I, I, I stopped in the 11th grade. I don't advise you to do that. All of my kids went to college, but I didn't finish 11th grade. But I started declaring the favor of God over my life. And I saw doors supernaturally open for me. I've seen God bless me beyond what I would have ever imagined. And I thank God for His favor. Amen. Say this. You receive this today. Do you get something out of this today? Say th lift your hand. Say, thank you, Lord, for your favor that surrounds me like a shield. I am wrapped 
in the favor of God. I am undefeatable. What the enemy meant for my harm, I thank you, Lord. No matter what I face, when I go through the fire, I'm fireproof. When I go through the storm, I come out better than ever before because I have your favor in the name of Jesus. Amen and amen. Thank you for joining us during this episode of Living Life with Dr. Theo and Bev Volmerans. We hope that through this inspired teaching, you had an encounter with God. If you enjoy the teaching ministry of Apostle Theo and Dr. Bev Volmerans and would like to enjoy more resources, we hope you will visit our website at www.christianfamilychurch.co.za or for our American listeners, www.christianfamilychurchsa.com. 